You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. At 12.06 on this Thursday, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, you can listen online at our website, dePietro.com, which has a lot of unique, original content. Uh, content you can't find anywhere else, such as Cranston PD Live links, also the Cranston Police body cam video of when they took down the killer from Johnston, uh, in a lot more. And I've also I've written about the Maya Brophy Behrman case, which right now, pretty soon this afternoon, should go to the jury. I think the Providence Police, the Attorney General's Office, have done a fantastic job with that case. The Charlotte Lester case and a lot more. Folks, it's a happening. If you visit the website, dpetro.com, you can also go into the shop. There's great merchandise there that also benefits the show. So you buy a T-shirt, tote bag, um, all sorts of different things. Stickers, hats, various, various items. And... um, and it all benefits the program. Folks, this portion of our program is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Now listen, this weekend, regardless of the weather, this weekend is going to be a long weekend. <laughs> and people are having gatherings on Saturday, on Sunday, on Monday the 3rd, Tuesday is the 4th. Everything kicks off. Swing by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They have, why not show up to that you know, you're going to go to someone's uh, gathering or cookout or go to their beach house, whatever. Stop by with some delicious vegetables and herbs. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Where are they located? Good question. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Now, they're um, right off Route 4. They also have annuals, perennials, hangers, 10-inch, 12-inch moss baskets. Makes your property pop when you have those. Maybe you're entertaining. Why not get so those? 12-inch patio pots. Thank you, Roberta. Folks, it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Look for them on Facebook. And the reason I mention them is because um, because they they do a good job with their Facebook page. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron, they grind it. They're open seven days a week. They'll be open all weekend long. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Folks, I mentioned the website, dipetro.com, which is brought by the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick, lunch, dinner, drinks, and lounge. They're waiting for you at the Coesed Inn, and they also will be jamming this weekend. So I want to tell you the news of the day, and I also want to use this opportunity. This is the Noon Report. Good afternoon, everybody uh, tuning in on Facebook Live. Now, last night... There, there was no real pressing story. That obviously could change with the, you know, the hotter it gets, the better weather. But I want you to know, we monitor the news. Um, now, granted, there was a bank robbery in Federal Hill at 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, Team Juan has to sleep at some point. But sometimes I'd like to give you the news of the day and also update you on, on different stories. So, in a couple different things. Um, Starting with the Charlotte Lester case. And whenever someone makes a statement, and I I don't go under the guise of there's no wrong answers because there are wrong answers. But sometimes if someone says something, I get, I think, okay, maybe other people think that as well. And so I want to clear up, and this is important. This is the missing person. She was last seen last May, Appenog section of Warwick. So she's been missing now for over a year. Now, there's a difference between some of these teenagers that run away and then come back or they find them and someone who is a missing person. There is also a difference. Uh, And I don't expect everyone to know some of this stuff. That's where I come in. But there are different individuals that go off and do self-harm. And I, I, I fully get that that's terrible for the family, but many times they, they leave a note and I don't want to say they don't want to be found, but there's a difference between someone that just disappears. Now, in the Charlotte Lester case, there's there's no, and I mean no evidence of that. And, the you know, some of the, the proof, I get some people don't always follow the news. But like we've talked about, you know, they found her truck at Kent Hospital. 
She stopped communicating with friends and family. After that Monday night, May 16th, she was headed up to Staples Avenue. And then the dog was found two nights later at Belmont Park. So that that's truly a missing, that was a missing persons case. For those that paid attention and saw the vigil or attended the vigil, we broadcasted. And if you really listen to what the family and friends have said, if you go onto the page, help us find Charlotte Lester, there's a lot more information there. But I do want to clarify because I, I received a message from someone the other night. It sounds like there was a false alarm, which happens uh, with someone thought there was a body in the water behind Twin Oaks. Now, apparently that was proven to be false. But when we were then investigating, there's a kid. I think it was an interview. We talked to him very briefly, but he feels he may have pulled up human hair. And he could have been and gave it to the police. I'm not questioning him. But more than one person, no names mentioned, no judgment, no names mentioned. But more than one person um, thought, said, contacted me and said the first thing I thought of was Charlotte. And when I hear that, I, I want to share with you. Um, at no point did that enter my mind. And, and I, I thought we have done a pretty good job illustrating to people what we believed happened. In fact, the family were pretty outspoken the night of the vigil. So many times, you know, I try to draw parallels from other stories or similar stories in the news. Again, I'm not mentioning any names, but, but to me, if you thought of, I thought of Charlotte Lester, then you haven't fully been, I'll just say this, it's not you're not paying attention, you're not absorbing it enough. So now, I point to as an example, Brian Walsh case. Well, I didn't follow, well, follow it then, read up on it. It's pretty obvious what happened with Brian Walsh. He, by all accounts, you know, put the wife's remains in a dumpster. The police even have that. They were unable to find that. So when I draw parallels to that case, now they did find some human remains, Brian Walsh's mother's home in Swampscott, Mass. When I draw parallels to that, it's not exactly, but look at how, as I have stated in the past, how when, when, when even though the police believe they know the dumpsters where he put um, the body of Anna Walsh, as gruesome as that is, in, in uh, Abington and also, I believe, in, in Brockton, they still can't track it down. The whole reason they were able to track down some of the evidence from the dumpster in Swampscott was simply because the, the, they were able to get to the dumpster and got him on tape. And he actually put himself there because he was allowed to go and visit the mother. And so they were able to get that before the truck had come and emptied the dumpster. But- Folks, as I have talked about, the, the, the main suspect here, I, I, I've said it at least 10 to 15 times, right? The person, from what we understand, was very confident talking with police. And you wouldn't be confident if you thought that the individual may surface from a body of water. So I, I, I am at a loss to explain it any better than that. <laughs> I think it's pretty clear. If, if, if I say it seems very similar to the Brian Walsh case, all you have to do is look at the Brian Walsh case and see what he did. Now, I'm not saying 100%, but it's, it's the disposal. So now last summer, you know, we didn't know that. Or I, I'm not saying it's foolproof, but the more we've looked into this and so forth, that certainly seems to be the case. Now, I also want to touch on, and I don't blame people, you're going along. You're living your life. You don't know fully how the justice system works. I will tell you that I learn a lot by doing these investigations. Um, someone recently sent a very insulting email uh, saying that that I'm a dep- I'm a wannabe deputy dog, and this this obviously you know. Listen, I, I there are people that can be the anonymous. Um, Coward, keyboard, cowards, whatever you want to call them, that, that um, you know, as much as something like that is just foolish, that they're not paying attention, right? We, we learned about the mattress. 
Um, there was someone else recently, and I know I sh- you shouldn't dwell on that, but there was someone saying you should just leave the work to the police. Well, <clears throat> I, I, I have left the work to the police, but we're, we, we have a right to report on a story, and at times we get information, so we try to share that and play it out. Sometimes it's accurate, sometimes it's not. But this business, some people have this false notion. And I recognize I shouldn't pay a lot of attention to it, but they believe, and I don't know what world it is, but they believe that when something happens, there should be no media coverage and no one should talk about it. And you just quietly, no one talk about, let the police do their job. And so I I just, I don't understand that. Um, They, they are, they're very sheltered individuals. I think they're very uneducated individuals. Uh, the very parochial individuals, the, the, the family struggles to keep the story in the news. The family struggles to try to get answers, get accountability. I think anyone that says that, and I do see it sometimes, um, it, it comes from a place of, of never really covering a story like this or how excruciating it is. And, and it can be difficult. Folks, as I've mentioned in the past, how many people, maybe this morning you went to a funeral and you went this morning and then what do people do? They, they go into the office late. They go to work this afternoon. They get on with their lives. They stop off at a wake. And then it's the family that has to deal with it and digest it. So as I have said in the past, you know, a good eye opener for me was dealing with the Foreman family and Jason Foreman. Their life as they knew it ended when he disappeared. Their life went on hold. And initially there were people searching. And then what do people do? People get on with their lives, but they couldn't get on with their life. It was still an unknown. And the Charlotte Lester case, um, what what is the family supposed to do? They, they have to survive. But I just, I don't understand this mentality. And they're out there. There are these people like Brian and others that just like, leave it to the police. You have no, bi- I, I, I didn't say I'm, I'm heading up the investigation. By the way, we also, I have a right to cover stories. I'll tell you who would love this story to go away is the person responsible. So, but I, I, Again, folks, they're just barking dogs out there. But I want to be very clear. You know, we've covered it a lot, more than anyone with the Charlotte Lester case. I get a little thrown when people don't fully connect the dots. And I also understand there are some people out there, unknowingly, that play to the defense. I continue to keep up. You know, that's why, like these people, I just pray she's found safely returned to her family. You're, You're not helping the family, what did the family say to the vigil? She died a very violent, brutal death. Um, I, what are you talking about? I pray, well, I just pray she's going to be returned to a family. Well, she, what, what are you talking about? There's no evidence of that. There are evidence sometimes of people that go off. This isn't one of them. So, I, you know, redirect the prayers. Again, I went to 12 years of Catholic, I have 12 years of Catholic education. So there's, there's a difference between action and actually just, you know, going out and doing something or, you know, it's become like a, a cliche, prayers for Columbine, prayers for, what, what, what is being accomplished by that? Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show now, as we are about to approach the 4th of July, AJ Drywall Plasters and Home Improvement. Hey, why not improve your home? 401-323-9252. Frame to finish basements. I, I shared their page on Facebook. Acoustic ceilings, new homes, uh, additions, commercial, residential, rehabs, painting, remodeling. AJ Drywall Plasters and Home Improvement. Call them for a free quote. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. 401-323-9252. Now, a lot of people are realizing, even if you're going to sell your home, there's nowhere to go. And why not just improve the home that you're in right now? 
There's not a lot of inventory. You probably could get good money for your home. But again, where are you going to go? Call AJ's Drywall Plaster Home Improvement, 401-323-9252, especially frame-to-finish basements. And what they can do with the ceilings dramatically changes a home. AJ Drywall Plasters and Home Improvement. Folks, good afternoon. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, I also want to mention that I know people might be, and and I don't expect people to, you know, that's why we have the legal analysts on. I learn a lot by dealing with the police, by having on our legal analyst, attorney Tim Dodd. You know, I learn a lot by doing that. You learn a lot by going to court. You learn a lot by going to crime scenes. You learn a lot by doing the investigations. There's, um, I, 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 people need to understand the way our legal system works. And, and I, I fully get that some people don't get that, but there's, there's a method to it. And you can't just bring haphazardly charges against someone to charge them because it's got to hold up in court. You got to make sure the case is nailed down. One of the best examples of that probably I think, is the O.J. Simpson case. You know, you look back on that. What was the rush? Where was he going? Where was he going? There was no reason for Marsha Clark and Chris Darden for them to bring charges as quickly as they could. They moved way too quick on that case. They didn't have everything nailed down. And and then we'll look what happened with Simpson. Now, granted, other things happened in the courtroom. But my point is, especially, for instance, like the Lester case. When you get inside that courtroom, that, you know, all bets are off. All bets are off. Then it is, there's certain, you have to make an argument and there's certain thresholds you have to reach. You don't want to bring charges and then the thing gets kicked. So it's it's my understanding the Warwick police have done, it's my understanding they've done as much as they can do. And I have every reason to believe they've done a thorough investigation. They've put a lot into it. They have spoken to everyone they need to. Uh, it's, it's not an easy case. It's not an easy case. And then it goes to the attorney general's office and the attorney general, their, you know, their office. Um, despite what some people may tell you. They have very, very competent people there. I have tremendous respect. The case that they have put on with the man, one individual, there's two of them, but accused of murdering Maya Brophy Behrman is, you know, remarkable police work. That's what it was. And they're at a disadvantage because the judge won't allow cameras in the courtroom um, and seemingly always has that policy. I don't. I have a personal disagreement on that, but I'm not sitting in his seat, but I don't think it serves the public well. But I am telling you, the police work done by the Providence police on the Maya Brophy Behrman case was remarkable police work. And the way it was laid out and came together with the attorney general's office. Now, now it's going to be up to the jury and there's no guarantees when you get to that. There's no guarantees when you get to that. But but I am telling you, as someone that has been in there, I think the police in the attorney general's office did a masterful job with the evidence that they had. And not an easy case, but very, very good police work. Um, they caught some lucky breaks. They did. Thank God. But that, that was not an easy case. Now, we're going to have to wait and see. We're monitoring that. It'll then go to the jury. I, the judge, his intention, Judge Krause, he's run a very tight trial. He's not a new judge. He's 78 years old. He's been on that bench um, for a long time. And, you know, right now, it's, it's very soon. States has Pinkerton DNA. So the state's doing their clothes. Was found all of our items found December 12th. The gun, the magazine, and the thatchel. I believe they have the two right people. <clears throat> um, states arguing the witness in question was able to share details of the murder the police had not released to the public. Stating it was information that was only known to someone 
who was there who would have known. And I think that's really important. So the victim's boyfriend, um, Sharon Robinson, matched up regarding what happened the night of the murder. It's Joanna Burris. The state said, we know the witness, Pinkerton, were talking about the murder. The witness sent a photo about the reward saying, call me. So, you know, we're going to have to wait and see how this comes out. But I also, it sure sounds as though the reward played a big part of them solving this case. Which also goes to, you know, this notion that I'm Dick Tracy or you got to just step back and let the police do their thing and people question the type of coverage that I provide. My response to that is a big table for one salute, Brian. So, so because if you follow that case, uh, the reward is talked about a lot and seemingly was a big motivational factor for people to come forward and share that. So if I had followed the advice of these individuals that criticized the chosen one, you just sit back, let the police do their thing, then that, that wouldn't even be possible. I don't believe in that. So it is true. I do go to crime scenes. I do. We flood the zone with a, with a case. And anyone that has, you know, a problem with that, I, I don't know what to tell you. You have other options. You have a lot of other options of people that never leave their studio. They never leave their home, blah, blah, blah. But no, I, I make no apologies for the coverage on Charlotte Lester, and certainly not in this case. So it's not a matter of, of that. You don't absurd what the police are doing. You're providing inside information for people. So, folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, for those that want to lose weight, unique health. Your health is unique. <clears throat> and there's nothing more important then your health, unique health. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Watch those pounds fall off. It'll increase your metabolism and energy, extreme weight loss. There's no reason to be 25 pounds overweight. There's no reason to be 30 pounds overweight, 50 pounds overweight. Get rid of the weight. It's not good for you. When you get older, especially when you get older, It's harder to take those pounds off and other health problems develop. Unique health. Now, there's various ways to get in touch with them. They're right in Warwick. You can schedule, be part of a free seminar, 401-269-9155. Unique health's approach. Health, sustainable weight loss. Do it today. Facebook and Instagram, and then you can call Sandra, 401-269-9155. 401 269 9155 for unique health. Folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, depietro.com. So we touched on the Lester case. As far as the Maya Brophy Behrman case, they are right now doing closing arguments. As I have said, it's going to be in the hands of the jury. I think the police, Providence Police, did a masterful job. Also able, great police work when they picked up these two degenerate gang leaders in December. They, you know, hey, you have a cell phone we get to hold you with? And they cough it up, let alone, never mind, they, they toss out a bag out the window that has the gun that matches the gun that was fired that killed Maya. Um, but then they're able to take that information and put it into the system and found where it was pinging against the tower. So great work by Providence Police. I can't say enough good things about the investigation put forward by Captain, he was Captain at the time, Captain O'Hara, Major LePayton, um, and, and one of the witnesses. The I can't stand the public defenders, by the way. I can't stand the public defenders. So, um, but masterful, great investigative work. And that's the only, I recognize maybe the judge feels trying to protect the family from this, not showing a lot of it. But I, I think it does a disservice to the police because you don't get to see the great investigative work the Providence Police did. And you also 
don't get to see what a fantastic job that Steve Danbrook and the Attorney General's office puts on. Now, I want to talk about the McKee thing in just a moment. But, folks, I want to remind you, this portion of the program is brought to you by Falcon Pest Services. Call them today, 401-739-1322. 401-739-1322. Falcon Pest Services, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Whether it is for termites or bed bugs, ants, roaches, mice, rats, mosquitoes, many other pests. Maybe it's one-time treatment. Maybe you have a mosquito problem, and you can. Or maybe you have an ant problem. Or mice. Call Falcon Pest Services, the ultimate terminator. Call today, free consultation, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 401-739-1322. 401-739-1322. Falcon Pest Services. They could come out one time, once a month, once a week, once a year, whatever it takes. Falcon Pest Services, 401-739-1322 for Falcon Pest Services. So I do want to touch on, folks, and again, good afternoon, 1232. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. This notion of maybe, you know, Fox News Speaking to Brett Beer, speaking to the whistleblower on um, about the Hunter Biden laptop. So maybe Fox should just, you know, leave it up to the investigators. Maybe you shouldn't talk to a guy like that. I mean, it's just moronic people that have that opinion of how the media should operate. But they're out there. Uh, going back to the trial, the state's now showing Pinkerton and Mann's cell phone locations pinging at the same cell phone tower the morning of the alleged murder. I mean, listen, they locked them down. State attorney Steve Danbrook getting into the evidence found, ghost gun, bandana, backpack, pointing at the defendant saying his DNA was all over it. We know the major computer was Pinkerton. The guy is a total dirtbag. But I want to touch on, speaking of dirtbags, folks, the state GOP filed a complaint with the Rhode Island Ethics Commission today, calling on them to investigate the January 19th meal where the governor and the fundraising chair met with the state house lobbyists and their clients. Now, stay with me. There's also the situation where Governor McKee allows this ridiculous legislation to go forward that he could have vetoed it He could have vetoed it, and it has to do with him really fulfilling a campaign promise. And one of the reasons why is he claimed this all has to do with tax-free disabilities. Tax-free disability that, um, that Governor McKee now is going to become law. And, and, and I don't know. May, mayors seek video of disability bill. And McKee says, well, their uh, argument about it could have been stronger. But what's really going on, folks, that's code. That's code for Governor McKee that he wanted. It's a pay to play. I've been saying it's a pay to play. I'm glad that the Rhode Island Republican Party is calling it a pay-to-play. Rhode Island Republican Party Chair Joe Powers put out the following statement. Rhode Island has a monumental ethics problem. Rhode Island has a governor, took a free lunch from a lobbyist, top officials who demand gifts from a state vendor, who pushes bills. No wonder businesses stay away from Rhode Island. McKee thinks this controversy about his free lunch is just people making a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah. You know who says that type of thing? Guilty people. In fact, it's the tip of the iceberg. McKee's free lunch and the donations he took from a state vendor. One small example of Rhode Island's pay-to-play political culture. McKee is one of the faces atop Rhode Island's unethical political establishment. He needs to be held accountable. The fact of the matter is you have to take the governor in his own words. So I played some of the sound of the governor, right? I played some of the sound of Governor McKee 
where he basically says, you know, the the uh, the mayors and the League of Cities and Towns, they uh, they needed to make a stronger argument. You know what that means? That means he wanted them to throw him a fundraiser. So so despite the city managers, uh, excuse me, town managers, the mayors, the administrators, the fact them objecting to this legislation, what what doesn't what he he should just decide it on the merits, but it comes down to that's code. Governor McKee explaining his reasoning for allowing a new measure, expanding firefighter disability pensions to become law over the objections of municipal leaders. McKee, well, they, they should have made a stronger argument, meaning they should have donated to me. Folks, this is so clear cut pay to play. And this is the same guy, Governor McKee, that keeps his buddy, right, three hours a day acting as the McKee surrogate. And McKee said, um, you know, should have been more than just a letter. Now, again, I don't know the ins and outs of this, but I, I think the case could have been stronger. What, what do you think that means? What do you think that means coming from the governor? It means he wanted to see Mr. Green. I'm willing to bet his uh, campaign chair, Jerry Shahajan, who's a very slippery fundraiser. Of course, he's working with Governor McKee and Tony Silva, uh, that they reached out to the League of Cities and Towns to, why don't you throw a fundraiser for the governor? And it shouldn't have to work that way. He should decide it on the merits. This is a total, now, now the League of Cities and Towns have to go to court and fight this because this is an undue, unnecessary burden that he has just placed on all the cities and towns. But why did he do that? Because the firefighters have a very strong union and very strong lobbyists, and they donate to Governor McKee, and he promised them, you help me get elected, and I'll, one way or the other, either sign it or let it become law. And, and it's totally wrong. This guy, at this point, he is just so, you have a governor, there's no leadership at the top. He is angry, nothing's being accomplished. They're still trying to carry on this foolishness that there's gonna be a soccer stadium. Folks, we don't need the most expensive soccer stadium in the country, minor league soccer stadium. Why would they be building it? Because he made a campaign promise. He's making promises and expects you to foot the bill for it. Folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Propane Plus. Call them today at 401-885-4209 in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus heating and cooling. You can also go online at their website, propaneplus.com. You just type in your zip code, residential or commercial. It's Tim Johnson and family, three generations. They're available 24-7. It's Propane Plus. Call them today. Now, right now, maybe you realize, you know, I'm going to be using a lot of propane this summer, or maybe you use propane as a generator, or more people are discovering to use it as a source of energy. Propane Plus. Call them right now, 401-885-4209 or in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. And remember with Propane Plus, with propane, it's energy for everyone and it's affordable and it's sustainable and it's equitable and it's good for the environment. Lowest carbon fuel and now it's renewable. Propane Plus. Call Tim Johnson right now at 401-885-4209 or in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Well, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I think it's interesting that <clears throat> over the course of uh, overnight, there was a bank robbery on Federal Hill. 
And they're saying it was actually a sophisticated bank robbery, the, the Santana Bank. And they were even able to get into the vault. So that's a developing story. It happened at like 2 o'clock in the morning. And um, that's, that's a developing story. Now, I'm looking at some other headlines. This is interesting. Two months later, it's clear. Tucker needed Fox more than Fox needed Tucker. MSNBC quietly surges. Fox News is a machine. Fox News rolls on. And Tucker Carlson had a great gig in that 8 o'clock slot. I agreed with him on some things. I disagreed with him on a lot of things, especially this affection and affinity he had for Putin. I thought he was way off base on that. So, but now, you know, whatever. There was a big uproar. Fox continues to roll on. Let me also see. Um, let's see. Now, this is interesting, though, and we're going to talk about it with our legal analyst attorney, Tim Dodd. But the Supreme Court has ruled against affirmative action. Race cannot be a factor for college. Now, folks, th- this is a huge win. Because of the fact that there were so many, um, it's, it's really the colleges. And somehow, Asian Americans have been marginalized, where Asian Americans are not considered minorities. And we've kind of talked about this a little bit. But we need to get to a place where you're judged on your performance and who you are. And the, the colleges basically, and it was really Harvard, they, they just started rejecting. It didn't matter that Asian students were the best students and deserved to get in. They started to go away from that. Um, and it was challenged. And, and I, I think, you know, in some ways, I just think this is a win for this whole notion of you discount someone's efforts in, in, in this attempt to somehow, you know, you're, you're helping and boosting up other individuals. Supreme Court bans affirmative action in college admissions. The ruling removes a tool many universities said is essential, keeping their campuses diverse. This is the whole diversity thing. This is, you know, these people saying the most important thing is diversity, not the best people. You, you want to think about you're going into an operating room. Do you want the most diverse operating room or do you want the best doctors and nurses inside of that operating room? Your house is on fire. You need to get the loved ones out. What's the most important thing to you? The best possibly trained firefighters or the most diverse firefighter brigade or crew to come to come in? I think most people would know the example, the um, answer to that. So now they're going to be um, objecting to this, of course, because of the fact of who's on the court. But I, it, it, I want to just read, this is the Boston Globe, five takeaways from the Supreme Court decision overturning affirmative action in higher education. Barred universities from considering race in the admission process, overturning decades of precedent, had allowed affirmative action programs. Here are the five takeaways. The decision wasn't close. The court, which has veered well to the right, ruled six to three, voting along ideological lines, race-conscious admission programs at Harvard University of North Carolina. Chief Justice John Roberts wrote the majority opinion. It rests on the 14th Amendment's Equal Protection Clause. Course cited equal protection of the 14th, 14th Amendment. States ratified after the Civil War. Deny any person equal protection under the law. The dissenting justices said the ruling would deepen racial inequity, inequality on campus. The Equality Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment enshrines a guarantee of racial equity. What are you talking about? The devastating impact of the decision can't be overstated. I disagree with that. What will the impact be? The Biden administration has said getting rid of race-conscious college admissions would have a destabilizing effect 
that would cause the ranks of black Latino students to plummet at the nation's most selective schools. So, and I know that the president is going to be speaking about this coming up. Colleges across New England are preparing for the end of affirmative action. And it's the second time in two years the court has overturned landmark cases. But folks, I also, there's a couple of people that come to mind. And that is State Senator Tierra Mack. Always touts herself. I went to Brown. I went to Brown University. I went to, you have to listen to me because I went to Brown University and you need to, you know, listen to what I have to say. Uh, and the other one is Alorza, right, with the Harvard grad. I think in some ways, uh, I, and again, I don't know fully the merits or academic achievements of those individuals. But in some ways, I would almost argue it gives them a false sense of their capabilities. Uh, they pin everything on the fact that they were able to get into an Ivy League school. And for them, that means they can do no wrong. And they wave their college diploma around, right? Like it's everyone should take a back seat. Senator Mack is a good example of that. You know, I went to Brown University. You know, she will say that to anyone to listen to her. It becomes part of who they are. So there's going to be a lot of different ramifications for this. But I think it gets back to people are going to start to push back on this whole notion that diversity is the most important thing. There's nothing more important than diversity. Where instead of possibly achievement. Now, I, I uh, will let the others, you know, make their argument that way. I'm sure they'll use it as a rallying cry, meaning the Democrats um, and Biden going for office. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by AtMed Urgent Care. Remember, when you need urgent care, walk in urgent care center at Med Urgent Care for all your medical needs. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston and also 5750 Post Road East Greenwich at Med Urgent Care. They're open seven days a week, doctors and nurses. And what do they provide? Urgent care. When you need urgent care, you want at Med Urgent Care. Now I have, when I needed urgent care, I visited both locations. I have. Now, it wasn't pleasant, but I needed urgent care. I didn't want to wait a long time in an emergency room. I didn't want to wait five to six to seven hours. I went to AtMed Urgent Care both times. I was seen by doctors and nurses in less than 30 minutes. Two locations, AtMed Urgent Care. Remember, they are the cost-effective alternative to hospital-based emergencies. They provide immunization, also school sports physicals. Maybe someone gets injured at work at Med Urgent Care, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston and 5750 Post Road East right across from Felicia's. It's at Med Urgent Care. Well, folks, good afternoon at 1249. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, and that is DePietro.com. So I think it would be, you're going to have to wait and see. Um, We're going to have to wait. I think it's, how about Channel 12 saying police investigating sophisticated heists at a Providence bank? Are police using the word heist or the Channel 12 using that? Two o'clock, Santana Bank, Atwells Avenue. Tactical approach using large weapons and shields. Oh, they responded to that. Excuse me, police. So, well, they didn't know what they were going to be encountering. Unknown amount of money was stolen, but they got inside the vault. Now, that is far different than these clowns that walk up, pass a note. You know, you're that guy that robbed the bank, Citizens Bank, on Park Avenue two weeks ago and escaped on a bicycle. He, um, you know, they just hand the teller a note. I have a weapon. They don't show the weapon. And then they escape. Uh, well, that, that particularly, they don't take a lot of money, but they just take money. This is different when you're going into the vault. This is a completely different deal when you're going into um, the vault, which these individuals apparently knew a way to do it. 
I, I'm anxious to see how that. Well, we'll we'll let the investigation. Um, but two o'clock in the morning into a bank, they got into the vault. Hmm. I don't know. We're gonna have to wait, and I'm I'm curious to see who they're gonna go on that, how they're gonna how they're gonna investigate that. If someone is able to do that, I would. Im- Imagine not knowing, but I would imagine they're going to have masks on. So, um, and and that is not the, um, like I said, the, the norm that we've heard of these people go in, they have a bandana up, sunglasses, hat, and then they just leave with a small amount of cash. So, now folks, another story to watch is that this uh, Alvid, um, Nick Alaverdi who right now took the stand extradition hearing in a courtroom in Scotland. The doctors examined this clown, and there's nothing wrong with him. He doesn't need to be in a wheelchair. The doctor said he doesn't need the oxygen tank. It's what we believed it was. I know the media has really followed that. I just, he, I don't, where I'm different, I think, than the rest of the media is I've actually communicated with him where he was posing as his widow, and... I mean, he's facing rape charges in Utah. He ripped off these people in Ohio. I don't find him entertaining. I don't. Um, he's a despicable individual. And and I think that, yeah, that's exactly right. They put the word heist in. I, I, didn't, I didn't know the Providence police used the word heist. I know Channel 12 is using the word heist. I found that kind of funny. So, but I don't, I don't find anything uh, entertaining about him. The guy is a sick, pathological liar who was pretending he was someone else. And um, he's going to be dealing with this for a very, very long time. But I do like that the doctors have examined this guy. And it's been on Dateline. And there's been, the local media kind of loves the story. And I, I don't... By the nature of the charges, I just don't find it entertaining um, because of the nature of the charges that are involved here. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show. Hey, I want to remind you about J. Perry Paving. What a great time to get your driveway paved. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. It adds value to your home or your business. J. Perry Paving, 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios. J. Perry Paving, call them today for a free estimate at 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730, letter J, J. Perry Paving. Whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway, J. Perry Paving has your back. Check out the benefits of investing asphalt paving. It's affordable. It's smooth and safe to drive on. When you get the blacktop, the melt, the uh, snow and ice melt right off it. J. Perry Paving. Licensed and insured contracted company. No matter how big or how small, call J. Perry Paving today. 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. Letter J. J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing. And I also want you to remember with J. Perry Paving, there's no one better with veterans than J. Perry Paving. So whether you're a veteran or you're related to a veteran or your uh, grandfather, grandmother, mother, uncle, whoever, J. Perry Paving. Call them today, 401-732-1730. Now you can also look for them on Facebook. It's J. Perry Paving, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. What a difference it's going to make with your property. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. And if you call them, whether you're listening right now and you live, you know, you're Rhode Island and Massachusetts, and ask them, tell them that, hey, my dad is a veteran. My mom is a veteran. My grandfather is a veteran. I'm a veteran. Whoever. Let them know that. They have a special package for veterans. And I've covered in the past when sometimes they've gone and they would, you know, do a drawing and they would pave the driveway of a veteran sometimes for free, but at the very least you're going to get the best possible package with J Perry Paving. Call them today, J Perry Paving. Free quote 
what a difference it's going to make with your property. 401-732-1730, letter J, J. Perry Paving. Well, folks, good afternoon. At 12.55, you're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. You just go to that. You click on the Listen Live, um, and that way you can listen. And you can listen anywhere. If you ever miss a segment, it's all right there on the website, dipietro.com. We have it under Radio Show. It's in library fashion. I also want to remind you about Lawn Doctor. Best lawn ever guaranteed. Still not too late. If anything, the fall is a tremendous time to get your lawn in order. The best way to contact, easiest way to contact Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is to go to their website. They have a very great, easy to uh, maneuver website, lawndoctor.com. You just type in your zip code and get a quick, easy quote. It's Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island, 401-392-1025. But go to their website, lawndoctor.com, and just type in your zip code. Boom. Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island, your lawn care company. And you want to get part of that premium service program where they treat it for crabgrass. Well, they'll treat it for time-release fertilizer, uh, grub control, grub prevention. They can also handle Whatever you need them to, Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. Well, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AIM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can listen, as I said, on the website, DePietro.com. Now, today is Thursday, June 20, 29th. Tomorrow, final day of June. Tomorrow night, we will be riding with Cranston Police. For those that like to watch it, it is live. It is unscripted. Last week was tremendous. Uh, Cranston police also, by the way. I mean, they have been, they are so transparent. Later on, I'm going to have the body cam footage when they arrested that nut that had the drone where he was spying on someone, uh, seemingly accused of that with the drone. And then the Cranston police body cam footage of State Senator Josh Miller. We have that on the website, tobeatdrop.com. We have the body cam coverage, footage, I should say, of when they took down that Johnson killer. It's on the website, tobeatdrop.com, with links to our uh, videos on YouTube. So, but Cranston Police, they have just been, it's not your imagination, they have been thriving. Um, It is... um, it's really amazing. The the Miller case, I think there, there could be additional charges there. Our legal expert attorney, Tim Dodd, wasn't so sure about it. We don't know. We're not going to know until, I don't think, July 18th when he actually has to go to court. But, but by all accounts, you know, he could have caused, by him lying to police, that could have gone a different way. That could have turned into something else. No question about it. Um and it's now even hit the Daily Mail. It's an international story. He keyed that vehicle because he didn't like the sticker and then had to hide. And he must have thought the coast was clear. He saw the police being called there. He saw the police going over to where he was parked. And then he was hiding. He was like on the lamb in Garden City. So, folks, here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the one o'clock news. Again, another full hour to go. Politics this week with Justin Katz, segment two is going to be coming up next hour. Come Listen, at 1 o'clock, President Biden speaks about Supreme Court overturning affirmative action with the college's Facebook. WNRI, Winsocket, W260DC. WNRI.